Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 35. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, another Monday is at hand, sir. How are you today? Good, good. Well-rested. Uh, just telling you, and uh, I feel good. Mondays are Mondays are always good, right? Especially when you yeah. um, the whole world is not working. I appreciate working, so uh, it's a little bit different. It's backwards. It's topsy-turvy world. <laughs> I appreciate working uh, until my day's off, and that's what Monday is for me. It's actually my uh, Saturday, so uh, I love Monday, uh, and uh, I, it's on days like this that I get to enjoy what the rest of the world gets every day of the week, right? Yeah, yeah, so you can uh, just chill, relax, get some sleep, maybe watch a little Netflix. Play some games. Oh, I was going to think, I thought you were going to watch that Tiger documentary that everybody was talking about. I actually did uh, watch the first, well, I didn't make it through the episode. I watched about half of the first episode and then passed out the other night. Okay. But uh, I'm still waiting to see what's so intriguing about it. I mean, uh, yeah, the guy's kind of a a crazy redneck, but if you're Weasel, you grew up around crazy-ass rednecks, so it's just like a dude. Yeah, that's what's funny. I think I think what it is, Wes, is when you're when you're forced to stay inside, you'll grab anything to watch, and so you're like, man, this is pretty cool. And for somebody that's not forced in, you're like, okay, I, it's okay. I don't see what the hubbub is about, but maybe it'll be amazing. I don't know. My ex-wife and um, uh, her boyfriend were uh, telling me how awesome it was, and I was like, I I don't I don't know. It just sounded weird uh maybe i'll check it out but uh, i don't have netflix so probably not (laughs) i'm thinking something's gonna happen i mean the way people are going on about this something has to happen in the course of this this series i mean it's a it's a documentary style thing so i gotta imagine some weird shit starts to happen at some point uh so i'm gonna go back to it and and check it out maybe I, i don't watch a lot of stuff you know, TV shows or uh, movies. I watch some YouTube videos, but uh, I don't really, I don't really watch Netflix and stuff like other people do. If I've got time, I'm going to play a game. You know. Yeah, I'm the same way, and I, uh, most of my, any consumption of videos or whatever is YouTube, usually VR related or uh, God related. And that's it. Those are my two, two genres. That's it. So. But uh, yeah. I'll go down. I'll go down some weird holes on YouTube. I'll, I'll watch any number of things on there. Sometimes I'll watch. Uh, I've been watching rescued pet videos lately. Like hmm. they'll find a dog on the road that's like nothing but bones. It can barely stand up. Nurse it back to health. I've been watching stuff like that lately for some reason. It's weird the rabbit holes you can because I I know exactly what you're talking about. Is like you'll stumble across a video. And then you just start watching a whole bunch of them, right? And then they'll just be that point. And I'm just done. And then I'll move on to something else. It's weird how YouTube is. Um, but yeah, I haven't watched any um, any pet rescue videos, but I can see how that would be kind of intriguing. And once you're invested, you're like, okay, I want to see, I, I don't want to see it almost dead. I want to see it nice and, you know, fulfilled. And um, I run into a lot of people at work where uh, I'd say probably 90% of people I talk to um, have rescued their pets. So it's a very, very common thing. And uh, it tells me two things. There's a lot of good people with good hearts out there getting rescue pets. A lot of crappy people out there doing crap to their pets to make them go to rescue. Um, so it's a it's a double-edged sword. 
Yeah, my dog came from uh, a shelter, and you can tell by his demeanor uh, that he was probably abused at some point. He's he's very uh, uh, bashful. I mean, he, he's a loving dog, but like, uh, if you stand up, he leaves the room immediately. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like that. Like uh, he he's always submissive, and uh, a few of his teeth are broken off. Mm. So I imagine he's probably took a kick in the mouth at some point. Mm, but uh he's a really good dog and and my house is like wild kingdom dude we've got like 50 different pets here uh at all times yeah i remember those days yeah it's a little quieter over here but uh yeah what a bummer man who would kick your dog or a dog in general i just i don't get it um you know all the yeah cat people yeah for (laughs) sure like you're not a cat you son of a bitch um (laughs) Uh, uh anyway we got a cat too they get along fine and uh it's pretty weird sometimes actually the way that uh the dog just like he, he tolerates the cat and the cat's finicky and sometimes she doesn't want anything to do with anybody but every now and then she'll just walk right up to the dog and start loving on him mm. well, who doesn't want to love on him yeah he needs it yeah that's good that's good well, I, you know, my solace I always take is, you know, that dog is going to love the hell out of your family because it came from a horrible place and you guys are giving it a good home. And so it'll be more loyal to you than any, any family. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the loyal he is. I can say that for him. That's good. Anyway, what say we uh, talk a little VR. We did manage to make a little bit of time yesterday to play some games and uh, we're going to do a backlog report today. Uh, always fun to do a backlog report, especially if you're somebody like me and has a backlog that, that is a mile long. Uh, always good to make time to uh, dive in and see what you've been missing. Uh, Roots, what have you been missing? Uh, well, we got to talking the other day about um, Trover Saves the Universe. And uh, I decided, you know what, I want to beat this game because I felt dirty for saying I wanted to play the sequel and I had no idea. I mean, the game could have went down the cliff and I, I would have could have thought, man, I never want to see this game again. Um, and so I went back into this game and actually was was surpri- surprised by a couple things, Wes. Um, I realized that Joppo really did screw me bad because I was closer than I thought to the end. Um, and when I somehow deleted my save and I thought I had to start over. I don't even know why I somehow it got deleted. So I, that's why I last time I was saying I had had to go back in and had got to the same part because I had joppoed it. And then I was like, Oh man, I, you know, I had to go through it all again. And, um, and I had gotten to like the zoo area and, uh, um, I really wasn't that far. It was like an hour and a half, two hours away at the most. Um, and some of that was even still was stuff that I still had got, had to go through again. Um, but I was, I was, um, pleasantly surprised. I, I enjoyed the rest of the game. Um, and, uh, it was fun. And the, the ending did leave it open to where it could be a sequel. And so what I'm hoping is when, uh, the new one comes out, you walk out and Rick comes down in his spaceship and kicks Morty out and you get in take off and you're waving at morty Fuck you man um but uh, that would that's my dream wes and uh, i'm gonna stick to it well it wouldn't shock me 
I might be surprised, but I would not be shocked if that were to happen one day. Um, let me ask you, these dudes here, I slaughtered them mercilessly. Uh, did you let them live or did you kill them? Um, I let them live. And what was weird is I, um, I didn't even know. Like I, well, when I went there, I was like this, I can't remember why I didn't. Um, but I think maybe it's cause the second time I went through, maybe I did the first time, but, uh, I was glad I didn't because <laughs> it would have been a big mistake, Wes. Um, it, it wasn't the right planet, dude. And, uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing that I loved about this game is, um, there's just was so much stuff that you do something and you're like, like even the guy in the, in that trailer, um, where you see him getting electrocuted to death and stuff. He was in there. I didn't even know he was actually in the game. And, um, I didn't even hesitate. Wes, I threw that TV right back, right in there and killed him that man. <laughs> and, uh, so he didn't even get a chance to finish what he was saying. Um, but there was a quite a few mo moments like that where, uh, um, they send you like that was the, the guy in the, in the, um, the bathtub is actually really good friends with the main guy that's sending you around. So he's like, Oh yeah, go see George. He's like my best friend and stuff. <laughs> and so that's another reason why I shoved the TV in there. Cause I don't like that guy. He's like, it's always, always backhandedly saying stuff to me, you know, or Trover. What about, what about Doopy Duper? Did you ever make it back around to, uh, helping out? Oh, Doopy. Doopy. Yeah. No. Oh, you mean as far as from the very beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the things I liked about the end is um the way that they do it. Cause I don't want to ruin it for you. You didn't finish it, did you, right? I'm assuming. Uh, not yet. And, then I, and I'll be honest, after you picked this yesterday, I really wanted to get back in it and play it. But I didn't have time to play two games yesterday. Yeah. And I wanted to pick something different for the show. So I, I abstained. But no, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, well, the, the ending is just like they, you know, they bring everybody back around and everybody, it's something that you can either stick around and, and listen to. But the way they did it was really good. And um, and uh, I didn't stick around for a lot of it, but I did. Uh, it was really cool. I think you'll enjoy it, um, especially someone like you that uh, there's just so much dialogue that I guarantee I skipped over. Um, and then they just really revisit everybody and i thought it was cool so oh no i won't be skipping over that man that's like the whole thing about this game is all that crazy shit that they say it's uh hilarious did you laugh out loud very much yeah i did actually um a couple times and then uh um you know like there's even a comedian in here wes that they send you to um to the to the um the comedy shack or whatever and uh that was bizarre as well i won't go go over anything about that but it was um was not what i expected and if anybody's played it you know what i'm talking about it's definitely uh definitely weird everything about this game is weird just look at that three-eyed guy um and and how many times did we kill something we weren't supposed to kill somebody's pet or whatever <laughs> and then they get pissed you know or like at the zoo level they send you into to to find somebody's brother, you know, and then, uh, something happens to him, not by me. And, uh, and it destroyed him. And, uh, yeah, it was just, um, it was really good, really good dialogue gameplay. Like you said, it was actually, that was one of the things that shined for me again, going back in and remember, reminded me how good it is as a platformer. Um, and it's not super easy either as far as killing the enemies. Um, and there was some puzzling as well, you know, not, too intense but a little bit of puzzling so 
kind of had it pretty much had everything in my opinion and um i think it's definitely worth a playthrough even if it was on flat i think it would be worth playing it wouldn't be as good but it would still be uh, a very unique platforming flat game as well yeah that's what, exactly what i was getting ready to say i think this is one of the few cases where uh the game actually is going to work pretty well as a flat game uh because it, it's really designed like a, a flat you know platformer uh and again the the whole uh the, the biggest you know positive of the game is is the dialogue and uh, you can honestly probably just listen to someone playing this game without even looking up and uh, have a great time it's just so fucking hilarious all this crazy shit that they keep saying yeah yeah no i was one of those games when it first came out i thought man this is a perfect streamer game game for somebody to stream on twitch just because it is funny and it's entertaining and it would be something people love to watch um and uh so if you're a streamer stream it if you haven't played it so uh now you've made it through the the story campaign and now you have the ability to go in and play the free dlc that they added in the trover's cosmic jobs or whatever uh you think you'll be back into it soon to uh, play that other stuff i forgot about that man i should have played it yesterday um yeah i don't see why not i mean I, was there a lot to it i know they screwed me over with joppo so i'm a little apprehensive to to trust them again <laughs> no no this was uh this is absolutely real uh basically you're just running around doing odd jobs just an excuse to uh get back in the game and listen to these guys talk some more no I, what would interest me about that the most would be how much of the uh, dialogue is going to change are they going to add did they add dialogue for the cosmics i'm assuming they did um so that would be would be worth going in i think so yeah i think i would go in cool all right yeah. man so i feel like the gauntlet's been thrown down now i've got to find time to get in here and do this myself and we could do a proper review of it yeah yeah it's definitely uh well the one thing that i'll tell you what man that there's so much um just because i'm trying to to, to clean up my foul mouth <laughs> playing something and these i mean there there's so much uh profanity in here and that's fine um but it just reminded me man this <laughs> everything's yelling at you cursing at you right even this yeah. this part right here this dude's you know he's just swearing up a storm um but uh yeah no it's it's definitely um not for the faint of heart as far as like if it if you don't like profanity then you probably won't like this game i guarantee it actually if that's something oh. that sets you off um, oh for sure not it won't be um you, you won't get the humor of profanity and offends you in any way because that's what's so funny about it it's so over top with the profanity it's like you can't believe like like when i was a teenager something like this wouldn't even be possible to be bought in a store uh you know and not let alone be published on playstation i mean it's crazy right isn't it weird it's like as they've changed certain things like you would like archie bunker or certain tv shows there's no way they could show them on tv today because of the political correctness um even though there's not really no profanity it's whatever it's like offensive to people but something like this is like no yeah no big deal and um and don't get me wrong just because i am choosing to not swear as much doesn't mean it bothers me to hear it um but it's just weird it's just such a weird time and and like we always say topsy-turvy world so 
anytime I start to think, man, things are getting crazy. Wes just says, ah, it's topsy-turvy world. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> so, Yeah, it's the Internet age, man. It has definitely changed people. Uh, and I think about this all the time. Uh, it's made a lot of positive changes in, in the world. Uh, having people connected and being able to share information has revolutionized. The world itself is a different place. But at the same time, it has sped up the progression of the habitual line stepping that that man inevitably does mm. uh there's there's very few lines left for us to cross uh so i, I i'm kind of scared to see where we go next i was just gonna say man the lines that they will cross are going to be ones that you don't want to cross um but hopefully somehow we'll slow it down a little bit uh but uh, it's out of my control, so I'm just going to go with the flow and enjoy what I can and stay away from what I can't, and that's all I can do. The that's old exactly school, right. You, know? you, you do you, and uh, the rest will take care of itself. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, uh, yeah, Trover saves the universe. Uh, Squanch Games, 30 bucks. Roots, 30 bucks worth it? Oh, yeah. I think it's definitely worth 30 bucks. Um, you know, I, I always say, you know, I, but I'd rather get it on a sale which is always the case but i this is one of those games that i would pay 30 dollars and have no qualms about paying 30 bucks uh it was that good i believe it's better than the rick and morty game so oh dude it's easily better than the rick and morty game from what i've played you know i haven't finished either of them but uh you know i would call it tenfold better than that rick and morty game yeah me too anyway uh Check it out if uh, if you have a potty mouth. Uh, yeah. If not, then uh, maybe you uh, maybe should uh, go. Uh, I don't know. Go do something else. Don't I play need, this game. That was one of the things. There is an option to turn some of the profanity off, but I I don't know that it turns much of it off. I would be curious to know what what that level is. But uh, yeah, I agree. All right, so uh, I actually took the opportunity uh, yesterday to get into uh, one that's been on my backlog pretty much since day one, since I came to VR. I've been interested in this game, just never quite checked it out. It's an expensive game, 40 bucks even today. Uh, but you know me, I love the classic third-person adventure game. Uh, one of my favorite things to play when I was a flat gamer were these types of games so i went through pretty quickly uh when i got my vr headset all, all of the really good ones but for whatever reason i never quite made it around to chronos and um upon playing it yesterday i i kind of felt like kicking myself because this is such a high quality title this is triple a quality uh vr title roots and uh, what really blows me away is this level of quality. And it's a four-year-old game, Roots. This game came out in March of 2016. And uh, it still holds up today uh, quality-wise, which is uh, it's a testament to the talent of this game studio. Yeah, it's crazy. And not only, you know, I, I was blown away with it by myself. And it's been a while since I played it, but um, I played it, I think, a year ago. But um, the mechanics and just how 
detailed and uh, intricate everything is and then the way that they your level the progression and just everything about it um and it's hard it is not a uh, easy game and it's it's almost got a puzzle type of um aspect to it as well at least some of the things you have to go back and open this door and do this and the story and i like i i think i might have even told you this a while ago like i was like man this is somehow this game came up and i was like this is right up your alley i know i just told you that today when i found out that was a game you picked i'm like oh awesome what do you think because i know it's just a game that you would uh, really enjoy. Yeah, it's an action-adventure game with RPG elements. Uh, the, the action sequences kind of play like Hellblade. Uh, the big difference being the, the camera. Uh, I'm still not sure if I like how they do the camera or not. Uh, it, it's frustrating sometimes because the camera's stationary, and you can't really look around the game world the way that you want to. Uh, but at the same time, I like the scene changes. The the when you go to another room, I like it's kind of like watching a movie. The way it, it, the uh, camera changes scene. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely very cinematic. And then uh, I don't know. I this whole beginning area was just so cool. The way it looked, and um, I'm still not a hundred percent sure on what's going on in the story. But then again, like it's been so long for me. Um, I was telling you one of the things that blew me away with this is like um once i realized that you can only do certain skills um to a certain age like you're every time you die your character uh ages and so that's always going through your mind is like okay i don't, I, I have to i don't want to die and once you die you get to a certain point you can't upgrade certain skills anymore like you can't if you're age 80 you can't start start your strength at that point you know, like, um, you just, it, it's grayed out. You're done. Your, your strength is now going set. Um, so you want to, you want to want to do certain things when you're a little spry guy and you can go very quick. Um, and then, uh, maybe go with uh, intelligence or other things when you're getting older. Um, or like you, you just don't probably just don't die and you can, you're good, but I guess oh, you have right. to die. This is kind of like the persistence, right? You have to die to, to level up, right? Yeah, I died a lot, especially early on when uh, I didn't really, uh, I wasn't very good at fighting. It takes a little while to to get good at uh, using the sword and shield the way they want you to. And uh, you start out, you're 18 years old, and each time you die, like Groot said, uh, a year passes off of your life. And that's how the character progresses. So at the same time, you know, every year ticks off of your life, you're getting closer to your ultimate death, game over. Uh, but as in, as is the case with real life, your character progresses and you develop skills along the way. And when you're a younger man, you develop physical skills like strength and agility. And then as you age, uh, it becomes more wisdom and foresight. Uh, so it's really cool concept for character progression but i'm torn i'm torn roots because i've got a couple hours in it now uh and like i said i died a lot at first and now i feel like i've got a grip on it but i don't feel like i've made it really all that far and i'm already you know in my late 20s and i'm mm -hmm. wondering when i go back in it if i should just start the whole thing over and uh, i could probably save at least five or six lives just because I know how to play now, you know, and uh, I don't want to 
I'm afraid if I continue with it from my first playthrough and continue on, I'm going to get toward the end of the game and hit that magic number, whatever it may be, 80 or 100 years old, uh, and then uh, run out of years, so to speak. Yeah, I think you're probably right on, on target as far as that goes, maybe. Because if you don't go back now, what happens, you know? Like, do you go too far and, and waste 10 hours instead of two hours, right? Um, and then have to start back over anyway? Uh, so, yeah, that's that was the thing that was kind of torn for me. Um, is I, I didn't know, like, how far I was going to end up getting. And uh, it was going to end up being uh, crazy. Now, some of these... They, I don't these enemies aren't easy either right as you progress no. some of them start to get really crazy doing weird stuff and you're like it takes somebody I mean this is for somebody that's really good at like Dark Souls or um, those type of games and I'm not saying this is Dark Souls because Dark Souls is like for some people they want to smash their controller because it's so hard um, but it definitely is one of the most um, hardest type of game of that I've played in VR of this of this case and it's it's just really good yeah it's kind of difficult because of um you know it's a melee fighting game kind of hack and slash controls but in order it makes you defend which i enjoy you know i i think that uh all melee games should make you have to play some kind of defense to uh to win a fight but uh the odd thing about it here is is what i was saying a moment ago about the camera being stationary uh in order to accurately defend against the enemy you're facing you have to be facing them perfectly straight on and that's difficult to do when you're not following the character sometimes because there you can get in places in these rooms uh where you can't even see where your character's at and then literally you're just blindly fighting over there uh so th i think that has a lot to do with why this game's so difficult is uh, the fighting's fairly precise for this style of a game. And with the camera being locked, it definitely adds a lot more difficulty to it. Yeah, I agree. Maybe, they, you know, one of those things that um, if they were to redo the game now, they they would change the camera a little bit more. Or it could be just the style. Um, and I, I think, I, I guess I must have misspoke a little bit because I just saw that guy level up his agility and he didn't die well, so... I guess you do level up as well, and maybe you just certain things oh. you get, you get, um, you can level up um, by doing things agility wise as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the way it works is, uh, it's kind of got a role playing game. Uh, you, you know, it plays like a hack and slash action adventure game, but the progression's like a role playing game style progression. So you every enemy you kill, you're acquiring experience points and just like any rpg as you get so many points you go to a new level and when you get to a new level they give you two character points to apply to whatever category you want you can put it on agility or strength wisdom actually you can't you can't put it on the wisdom uh, at the very beginning of the game uh, because you're not old enough to to develop that part of your character yet uh, but you can put it on vitality, you can put it on agility, and you can put it on strength. Mm. Um, the thing you're talking about with dying is, as again, every time you die, another year gets added to your age. Every 10 years, 
they allow you to develop some character trait that helps you in an overarching fashion with your character. So, like, um, they let you choose. Generally, they give you three choices when you're 20, when you're 30, when you're 40. They'll give you three choices and let you pick uh, which one you want to go with. So, like, for example, um, I'm trying to remember what I picked. I know I picked one that uh, allowed me to, it says, you won't make the same mistake twice. You'll pick up on it and learn from your mistakes. And what that does uh, practically in the game is it allows me to gain more experience points every time I kill a guy. Mm. So I chose to not directly become more agile or, or strong with that pick. But instead, I just, I chose to get uh, a faster progression of my experience points, which is uh, over time going to allow me to develop all of those categories. Yeah, that was the wise. Uh, that was the wise choice. I don't even know how you made that in your 20s. That's crazy. <laughs> You're not supposed to be wise yet. Uh, no, man, even just watching this gameplay and then talking about it and remembering how uh, everything is lined out and, and the RPG aspect of it, I, I do. I think this game was way, way, way ahead of its time when it came out in 2016. And I'm surprised more people don't play this game right now. I mean, if you like an RPG uh, game in general or hack and slash, I mean, this has got everything and the production level of it is just phenomenal. It makes you think of what this studio could do. Was this Oculus Studios? I don't know. Oculus I'd... Studios was the publisher, but this actually came to us from Gunfire Games. Okay. And uh, the 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 lineup that Gunfire Games has behind it is quite impressive. And these are titles that you're definitely going to recognize. Give me a half a second here. And uh, well, that's the wrong, wrong one. And I'll tell you some of the titles that this development studio has put together you're going to be blown away i wouldn't doubt it because i'm blown away by just watching this trailer it's making me want to play it and i'm not even like i i don't like melee very much man this guy is going agility crazy um i don't like melee as much game wise so uh for me to even say that is is really something all right so the vr games that, that they've put out are uh, dead and buried Kronos and from other sons oh wow and in the flat world uh they've put out remnant from the ashes and they also put out darksiders two and three mm. so uh, a, a very well-known uh group of games here uh and it makes you wonder why more people don't talk about uh Kronos because it really is a triple a level uh game i mean any game from 2016 that that looked like this i gotta imagine you know there must have been five people in vr back then i mean how could this have gone uh this long and, and unrecognized you know yeah it's just crazy it just shows you how many good games are out there and and what, how things can fall um under the radar i mean look at that guy he's getting drug around um i don't know i just I, I think it's a very polished game definitely um well i guess let me ask you this since it's your game uh what do you think about the cost is 40 dollars too steep do you think it's worth 40 bucks what i really want to know is how long is this thing because i i spent uh, a couple hours in it and i don't feel like i made it all that far in the game but you know you know sometimes these games will surprise you and you feel like uh they end too soon you know what i mean like you get in it and you don't feel like you made it very far and the game's over. 
but you know, I, I would have to really know how long it is. But if it's going to go on as for as long as it feels like it, it's going to go on. Yeah, I, I totally can see why this thing uh, hasn't had a price drop yet. It's uh, I, I feel like if more people knew about it, then you know, uh, a lot this would probably be recognized as one of the best games in VR. Yeah, I'm surprised it. I don't ever remember seeing it on sale either. You know, you would think that that would be something they would. Uh... It would be on sale a lot or at least every once in a while but you know one of the things about oculus studios because there's at least for the um the distribution um they're uh they're just so good you know everything that they have their name attached to doesn't drop very often and uh it's you know it's justified in a sense so this little dude here's pretty tough and he's just kind of a guardian uh for the guy in the next room but uh He's pretty good with the defense. Like you can run through him sometimes, but uh, every now and then he'll get a few licks in on you. See, his health was almost done. That's another thing about this game: uh, you don't get hit very many times before you die. Like if if you take three or four hits from these like little nobody characters, uh, you're gonna die. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Now I don't remember this boss. Was this boss pretty hard? Uh, watch this. <laughs> watch what happens here. Uh, he got away for the moment. If that guy hits you one time, you're dead. Really? Like, yeah, he killed me, like, quick. <laughs> well, this person, like, you could tell they had, um, several saves and he restarted. So it's, uh, and he put it on casual, which I don't know what that means. Um, oh, but... that, he put it on easy then. It's more of a, uh, kind of a story mode okay uh, it's the 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 typical easy setting in a story game so you want to check out the story here you go do this and uh yeah i played on normal and these guys uh, this guy here even killed me the first time i fought him wow. and he's a basic enemy you know that's crazy yeah, yeah i didn't make it a whole lot further than where this guy's at and, you know maybe another 20 minutes or so after this well, i would and, have to uh, imagine you know it's not uh i mean this uh, we we haven't even been recording well i guess we've been recording for a bit but i don't know how long we've been on this video and he's flying through this stuff but he's definitely got skills so well, um, he's on yeah one you could tell he's played it before and two uh he's on easy level it's not this easy to to run through these guys yeah yeah it definitely is a definitely a game that i would say is worth picking up um for sure especially if you like this type of game absolutely it's uh i need to play it a little bit more but I, I feel like this is probably one of the best games in vr like top 20 easy yeah you know maybe even top 10 what a hidden hidden gem right yeah unfortunately right coming from a triple a game studio with all those accolades and well-known games uh it still blows my mind that this is a 2016 game uh, you wouldn't know it playing it the 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 production qualities the lighting in this game is just phenomenal and as old as it is you know i i turned everything up on epic i used the tray tool on 150 percent and uh not a single hitch i mean it just uh butter smooth that's awesome yeah it really is it's a really good game anyway uh that's going to wrap up the backlog report of uh, man that was fun maybe again next week huh yeah yeah for sure
Yeah, definitely get a good way to um, put games away and and get into games we've never tried. So, yeah, for sure. But uh, that's going to bring us into our discussion topic, and uh, it's an interesting one this week. You know, we've both been kind of having a blast with Pixel Rip nineteen ninety five, quite a, a retro nostalgia trip uh, in VR, and it got us to thinking. Uh, perhaps some of you out there, maybe some of you are newer players. And you may be interested to know if there are any other games in VR that are heavily retro-inspired. And uh, you might be surprised to know that there actually is quite a few retro-inspired titles in VR. So what we did is we compiled a list here, 10 more retro-inspired VR games. And uh, a couple of rules going in here. Uh, I didn't put any mods in, so yeah, I know you can play all the Dooms and you know Quake and all this stuff. We left that stuff out. Uh, we feel like mods uh, are better left covered in a, its own episode, and we are going to be doing a mods episode, hopefully pretty soon. Uh, so we kind of left those out. I also left out emulators. Uh, there's a few different really good emulators, uh, 3D uh sen which plays um nintendo games uh there's the dolphin emulator that plays wii and gamecube games and then there's um there's the arcade one a uh, new retro arcade uh that plays arcade roms i do believe uh we left that stuff out again again probably deserves its own episode so what i'm focusing on here are official releases that have a heavy uh, reliance upon retro themes or um, otherwise just uh, heavily inspired by retro games. Look, Ma, I'm a lumberjack. Okay, so what you're looking at here is the first entry on our list. And what we're actually doing here is we're, instead of just talking about a single game here, we're talking about a collection of four different games. And if any of you out there grew up in the era, uh, the dawn, let's say, of first-person shooters, you recognize this style of gameplay, even if you don't recognize the franchise. This is that early 90s to mid-90s style of frantic first-person shooter gameplay. Uh, this is Serious Sam, and we've talked about Serious Sam a lot, especially recently on the channel here when we had Justin on. Justin absolutely loves these games, doesn't he, Roots? Yeah, yeah, and so what's cool is I actually pulled the right trailers this time, and I got the act. This last time we were talking about Justin's like, oh, this isn't VR, um, but... Uh, you can tell the difference too because the i mean even these first two this is the first i just showed the first trailer and this is the second game um look how good it looks man he was right it looks so much better in vr and i'll tell you what the action in these games um i haven't found a game that uh, has this much action this much um so many weapons and just chaos going on 
And it's one of those games that you can actually use. You have multiple people. Um, you can play together as well. And it's just a crazy, crazy fun. Yeah. Frenzied intensity, this game. Just constant wave after wave of enemies coming at you. And uh, and just high action gameplay. Probably the the most action I've ever seen in a game. It really gives you that feel that you used to get. You remember you used to kind of get a head buzz from playing these games because there was so much nonstop action in it. And uh, it very much translates over to these uh, remastered versions. And that's why they look so much better, these trailers. These games were all completely remastered for VR. Uh, so this is actually updated graphics. And uh, even though it plays like an old game, it kind of looks in some ways like a newer game. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of the uh, one of the best as far as what it does. And um, this third one has a story to it. I enjoy it, um, but uh, I guess Justin's not too big on the uh, the story aspect of it. But and I'll tell you what, this game um, or these games aren't easy either. Like some of these things, I, I don't know how many times I've died, especially when those things are swarming. Um, and there's so many different weapons. It, it just it's. Um, for the cost of what it is, as long as you are smart enough to pick it up on the sale that it's always on. Um, I think we just got off of one when it was on sale, but they're usually like $5.99 each, or I think it's like 16 bucks for all of them or something like yeah. that. You get all four. Um, and this fourth one here, The Last Hope, is I guess, it's more of a wave shooter, but um, I haven't tried it. But from one, just, Justin says it's uh, the best wave shooter that's in VR. Um, so I really need to get into this and actually ch check it out because it looks beautiful. Yeah, 16 bucks for all four of these games and the Talos Principle. So yeah. you, you actually get five pretty well-regarded games uh, for a little more than $3 each. So, yeah. I mean, that that's pretty damn good. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I mean, think about how much time I know. Just in the third one that I've tried, um, I've probably put... Uh, five, six hours at least into it. And I don't even think I'm close to beating it. So uh, you're talking about many, many, many hours of quarantine um, hours to play, even though I'm going to put it out there right now. It's ending. We're done with the quarantine. It's over today. Everybody's out. Everybody's hugging and kissing. And that's <laughs> probably not a good idea, but it's not going to happen. But um, but yeah, no, this has got, a, you got a lot of time to, to um, kill. So this is it. Yeah, well, the thing about these games are is they weren't made for VR. These are uh, were originally flat games, with the exception of this one, I think. Uh, so yeah, they're they're very long. You know, the they're they're uh, I, like you. I played probably five or six hours into the first one, and I, I kind of feel like I was just starting to scratch the surface of it, and it was quite difficult. And I got to imagine that uh, we probably should try to tackle them together because you can play co-op in it. And uh, I kind of feel like that's probably the way to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because there's, when there's so much coming on, I'd rather have an extra, extra weapon. So now how cool does it look when you look down and you see those rocket launchers, man? Because they're huge. That's one of the coolest things about this is the scale is just of the weapons and the enemies at times. Um, and for a game that's not aside from this one particular, um, they, uh, doesn't not look like it was a flat game. I mean, I, I, you could tell me, Hey, this, if I'd never knew a serious Sam, this is a new game in VR that, that 
you know, I, I'd believe it. I wouldn't think, oh man, this is a port. Um, it sure does not look like, or feel or play like a port. They did a really good job with it. And uh, I don't know, kudos to the devs. Yeah, 100% agreed. Uh, this is one of those games that, uh, you know, it goes on sale so often and so cheap, there's really no excuse not to have it. You know, I haven't played all of them, but, uh, you know, I've already got my money's worth out of what I have done, you know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so this is Compound, and this is another game that is very much in the same vein of the last game that we talked about it, only this, uh, unlike the last one, this was built from the ground up for VR. This wasn't made uh, 20 years ago, even though it might look like it. This one is just taking a heavy inspiration from those early games. It's kind of a homage, if you will, Two games like Serious Sam, like Doom, and like uh, Hexen and Wolfenstein, those old first-person shooter games. And the really cool thing about this uh, game, Roots, is not only is it getting pretty high critical acclaim, you know, people who play it uh, generally tend to like it, but this is a game that's coming to us from a guy. When I look down to see the, the studio that, that's behind this, it's not a studio. It's a guy named Bevan. Bevan mm. McKechnie is bringing us this game. And uh, I haven't played this one. This is actually one that's in my backlog. But uh, it looks pretty cool. And from all accounts, uh, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, I, I did go into this at one point uh, a year ago, maybe, or something. Or maybe it wasn't that long. And it was really good. Um it just the way that it really that we we talk about immersion we talk about you know games looking good enough to to feel immersed and even though this you can clearly tell that this is you know take, like you said it takes that uh makes it look like it's old school and it is definitely it feels old school like it feels like you just got sucked into a video game and um like everything about it is just it's really good like even the loading of, on that gun it just showed a minute ago you know, it just, it, it looks even better than it would have way back in the day, but it, it feels like you're, I don't know, it really feels like you're in an old school game. And, um, I think they nailed this game. 
and uh, it's definitely worth playing through. And I think it's not even that expensive. I think it might be like ten bucks or twenty bucks or something. Um, but uh, definitely worth playing through, in my opinion. Like, look at yeah, that! Look that, how that those those bullets loaded in. That's cool. Yeah, that that's the cool thing about playing these types of games in VR. The ones that are made for VR is you kind of get the best of both worlds, right? You get this old retro nostalgia trip uh, from the look of the game. But then playing it, it plays like a VR game. You reload your gun like you're in a VR game. You, you're ducking behind things and shooting around corners like it's a VR game. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. And, uh, yeah, this is a $20 game. Hmm. But uh, there's a free demo available. So if you want to play a level or two of this, uh, you can do so without even throwing down a dollar. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, this is definitely worth 20 bucks in my opinion. Um, I haven't played through the whole thing, but... Just the polish on it, the gameplay, um, especially if you like these type of games. And you're right, um, there's not one person that I've seen. Somebody even said this recently in the Discord. Um, this is an amazing game. You're going to, you know, if you like old school games like this, you're going to like it. So. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the really cool thing about this as well is that this is actually still an early access game. Uh, so it's not in its final form yet. It's going to continue to be have polish added to it maybe even some new levels uh and uh from all accounts again uh it's probably good enough to get a full release as it is yeah i agree Our spies reported that some illegal experiments may be conducted at the space. The illegal testing labs are most likely located on the lower floors. Find the maintenance lift and make your way underground. So unlike the last game, it's another game in that same classic FPS vein. But unlike the last one, I've actually played this one. This is Theta Legion VR. Uh, this is a game that comes to us from Stimulation and Garage Collective. So this is another one, Roots, that's built from the ground up 
for VR. And even though it does kind of have this older pixely art style, you can tell that this is a new game. It's got uh, absolutely impressive lighting. The level design is incredible. And this 100% plays like a VR game. Uh, it just has this classic art style uh, stretched on top of it. Uh, as far as this style of game goes, this is probably the best one that I've played thus far. Yeah, I like the radar, man. That reminds me, where's my Jesus radar? What the hell, man? There's no, uh, no I forgot about that game, dude. What, you know, like uh, literally forgot about it. Actually, that guy's, uh, he's been uh, a little more active lately through the, uh, through the channels he's active on. So I was actually just yesterday considering maybe trying to touch base with him and check in i checked in with him uh, uh i don't know two three months ago and he was he had stopped development for a minute to take a uh an odd job so that uh he could continue development of his game funding because it's a self-funded one-man operation uh he had to do some work to make some money so he could go back to work on his game yeah um and I've I've seen his I've seen it pop up a few times in recent days, so I, I'm thinking I probably should check back in with him and see how it's going. That's commendable because most people would just do a Kickstarter or something, and uh, I think that's kind of cool. He's doing it on his own, making it you know one person again. There's so many talented people out there. Let's get back to this game, man. You're right. The lighting on this, like that water, looks so amazing when he's running down that hallway and the beam of light is coming down phenomenal and uh and like you said the gameplay on this and the radar and just everything about it is top notch and uh it definitely again makes you feel like you've got sucked into this old retro video game and uh it's just crazy even to the point where they still kept the characters a little bit flat you know even though people say oh that's not cool you know when you're in there dude it really does feel like you're running around this retro game and that's exactly what they were looking or trying to um get you to feel so they nailed it and i agree with you it's definitely one of the better ones um of this type uh hands down yeah the the, the this game is really cool because like it, it's that classic you know style of game but it, it's clearly progressed it's like if if this type of game were still being made today, this is what it would be. And that's exactly what it is, right? It's that old style of game, but it's made uh, today with, with new techniques in, in game development. And uh, it's just kind of a natural progression of the classic first-person shooter. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It says you can dominate and save the human race. Who doesn't want to save the human race, Wes? I'm all about saving the human race. You know who loves to be dominated? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, another great thing about this game, Roots, it, th this is uh, uh, an Oculus Rift exclusive. Uh, well, actually, correction, it's an Oculus exclusive. I think that uh, you can actually play this on Oculus Go as well, or Gear VR. Hmm. One of those old 3DOV mobile uh mobile versions of the oculus hardware had a an older version of this game but this has been completely remade over with sixed off controls in it and uh, it's a whole new experience as to those old ones 
But uh, what I was going to say, one of the really cool things about this is despite this high level of quality uh, and uh, a fairly good number of levels here, 10 bucks, 10 bucks wow. for this game. That's a good deal. That's definitely worth 10 bucks for sure. It's got only, what, nine levels? I don't know how long they are, but um, just the uh, the gameplay and the, the retro feel and the feel that you, you know, the immersion of it, I definitely think it's definitely uh, worth 10 bucks. Yeah, it's easily worth ten bucks. If you're going to pay twenty for Compound, uh, ten bucks is a steal for this. You know. Yeah. And so it all becomes clear. You know, most of the time, uh, most of these topics are written by me, um, uh, you know, the night before we, we shoot the show. And no one ever really has put together 
my true motivation whenever I write these. 90% of the shows that I write, I'm just trying to either talk about Here They Lie or Polybius. And the reason why I chose retro-inspired VR games actually has nothing to do whatsoever with Pixel Rip 1995. But the fact is, is it's probably been about three weeks since I mentioned Polybius on this channel. So I had to do something, Roots. Yeah, you had to pick it up and uh, and bring it on. I'll tell you what, this game is one of those games that um, is still uh, baffles me at how I how I do it. You know, I'll be into it and going so fast, and I'm like, how the hell am I not dead? And I, it's just crazy the way that this uh, that this game progresses, and it's just one of the trippiest, fastest paced game, and um, it's it's just really good. Yeah, so this is Polybius from Llamasoft. Uh, it's available on SteamVR as well as PlayStation Network. Um, this this is one of my favorite VR games. Uh, I'm just going to be honest about it. I love this game. I've been playing it lately again. And um, I actually struggled the other day when we were doing the uh, games you would most like a sequel to list. The only reason I didn't put this on that list was because I've been playing through it lately, and uh, I mean, it's still like it's brand new. Like, I, I had taken maybe two or three months off from playing it, but going back into it now and playing it again, I don't remember any, I mean, I remember some of it, but there, there's 50 levels here, Roots, that, that you have to play through to beat this game, uh, and so many different variations uh, as you progress through the levels. Playing through it a second time, it, it's it's almost like playing through it the first time. It's it's an absolute uh, masterpiece of a game, and uh, it, it's mind-blowing every time that I go into it. I think I know why, Wes. I, it, now, this may be a conspiracy theory for Scion, um, but uh, I think you're it's putting you in a trance so much so that you forget what you've played before. Something, I don't know, man. This is so fast-paced and so much flashing going on. This is one of those games that I would suggest if you, you know, are prone to seizures or something, do not touch this game. <laughs> no. Don't look at it. Don't watch the video. As a matter of fact, if you're watching it right now, shut it off. Shut it off now. <laughs> a lot of flashing going on in this sucker. Yeah, this is a definitely not one for the epileptic. Um, but, uh, no, it's funny that you should say that because this game is named after an urban legend. Uh, legend has it that back in the early 80s in the uh, Seattle, Washington, or maybe it was Portland, Oregon, one of those uh, northwest towns, uh, there was a mysterious arcade cabinet that showed up in uh, just a few arcade uh, arcades in the area. And uh, people who uh, played the arcade game uh, experienced memory loss experienced nausea but were some for some reason were oddly addicted to the game and couldn't stop playing it and uh, legend has it that uh, once every I don't know couple of weeks some uh, mysterious guys in black suits would come in and work on the arcade cabinets and leave and uh, the game only ran in the arcades for a few months and then they all mysteriously disappeared and they can't, uh, even though there are 
word of mouth, uh, you know, testimonials to this. Uh, nobody can find these arcade cabinets anymore. Nobody can find the original Polybius. So that was kind of what they were playing at here when they wrote this game was, I, I guess this is kind of what Jeff Minter would imagine a game like that would actually be like. Wow, that's crazy. What do you think it was the withdrawals were like for people as they yanked them off the machine? All of a sudden they disappeared. They were like, you know, I'm losing time, but I, I can't I can't stop playing this game. And one day they walk in and the game's gone. And they're like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? And, uh, and they probably went and killed somebody. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I got to imagine <laughs> it probably uh, would be a lot like if I went into my library and this game wasn't there. Oh, yeah, you'd be like, what the hell? Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? Well, actually, we do live in a digital age where if it's digital, you know, it could happen. Or they, they could, could just Mandela affect that shit right out of existence. You know what I mean? Like it was never on the store. How do you know that the Mandela effect didn't create this memory and there was never the game, but this is the, the branch off? <laughs> you, know, you tell us. If you don't remember this being a part of... No, imagine if you will <laughs> uh anyway uh this is uh again one of the most amazing experiences i've ever had in vr it, it's like um it's like you're inside an arcade machine and then it all of a sudden starts to crazy malfunction and uh and it goes at literal breakneck speeds. It's probably the fastest game I've ever played. Uh, it seems like it's too fast that you shouldn't be able to control it and play, but eventually you get into a zone with it, and it's it's like the game's playing you, and you just kind of progress somehow, some way, uh, even though it's going too fast for your conscious mind really to deal with it. Now, I will say this to people. Um... You know, just because it's been a month since I've smoked weed or anything. But if you do enjoy that, you need to play this game because this is the trippiest game. Like, I'll tell you what, man, you, you, you know, get a little high and you get into this game and you will zone in and you're like, what the hell is going on? I need to go back into this game. I don't know that I've ever played it sober, Wes. I think I need to do that now just to see what the difference would be uh, because it's it's amazing. It's such a cool game. And it's definitely, I don't know, what's the cost of this? Do you know? Is I, I know it's not that expensive. Well, like It depends on what platform you get it on. If, you, if you're going to get it on Steam VR, it's only $7. Uh, if you're going to get it on PlayStation VR, you're going to pay twice that. Mm, yeah, but it makes sense. Well, I guess I was going to say it makes sense um, because you've got the extra refresh speed. But if you've got the uh, the index, you also have the re refresh speed. But because uh, this I'm is one sure. of the games, right? I, I'm not sure if this, if this runs at the high rate on... Uh, on steam or not I, to be honest i'm not even sure if it supports index or not because when it uh, released it only supported oculus rift headset even though it was a steam vr game hmm. yeah because i know it's one of those ones that i think it even in the beginning of this clip it said something about 120 frames per second or whatever for the psvr anyway um yeah. and uh so yeah that is a good question so Jarillo and mame fan and all you index people out there let us know if you've played this game does it go to 144 and is it that much better? I would imagine it has to be better if you if you're getting those extra frames, it's just going to be that much smoother and and uh, more immersive. So this is one of those games that uh, justifies getting the index if it plays 
faster. But yeah, split second reactions make all the difference in this game. Uh, I got to imagine that the um, the refresh rates going to help, especially as you get into the later levels. And uh, that that's why you need to get back into it, Roots. Is you need to progress because this thing just gets crazier and crazier and crazier all the way up through level fifty. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how far I made made it, but I know I'm pretty sure I didn't beat it. So I think you're right. Anyway, uh, this is Polybius from LlamaSoft, uh, available on SteamVR as well as PSN.
Now, while we're on the subject of Llamasoft games, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the Minotaur Arcade Volume 1. I mean, how could we talk about retro games and not go down the full catalog of Jeff Minter-developed VR games? And uh, this one is actually newer than Polybius. Uh, this is a collection of two games, one that you're looking at here called Grid Runner and a second game called Goat Up. And uh, while it's not quite as intense as Polybius is, and uh, probably not as uh, well developed and drawn out as Polybius, uh, a lot of the things that you love about Polybius, a lot of those trippy elements are present in this game. And uh, this is a fun game in its own right. Yeah, you know what? This game, to me, is a little bit different in the sense of like... Uh you know, plebeus where everything's going around and you look, you know, you're, you really feel like you're in that world. This is to me is like, you're playing the, uh, the arcade game, but the arcade game is, is coming out at you, you know, like right. everything's happening kind of like pixel, pixel ripped in a sense, you know, like everything's getting ble blend together where you're just playing this game. And then instead of it, just all these, the, the things shooting out and it's, it's another one that really, uh, does a lot of the, um, epileptic seizure stuff that you shouldn't be playing if you got if you're prone to that is definitely a crazy fast-paced um game but like you said it's a little bit different in that respect than the other ones kind of reminds me of like a, a mix of centipede and and just a lot of those type of games yeah that you know? that's really one of the uh what initially drew me into uh these llama soft games is you know, that's where this guy comes from. He comes from that world. That's what he's known for is his old arcade games. And when VR, uh, you know, came into being, he just evolved and embraced it. And he didn't change what he did. He just brought it into VR. And uh, I, I think that that's commendable. And I think that it's really unique. There's really nothing else like this guy's games in VR. And uh, I think it's uh, something to be celebrated, uh, the fact that we still have one of these, you know, uh, many people would call him a legend in, in video game development, uh, still around, still making these same old retro style games, but uh, arguably, you know, still getting better at it. Yeah. Now, that, correct me if I'm wrong, 
um he they're make working on something right now right life could have sworn you said that last time we talked about this game and uh, okay so yeah and, and and like you just said he does he's not he's not about changing what he's doing he's he's about thinking outside the box and bringing the same type of game into vr so i guarantee whatever he does is going to be phenomenal because these games are really cool even goat up which is very different and seems very basic um is really crazy and as you go along it just gets crazier and crazier the things that are happening and um i don't know i uh i'm just watching this game makes me want to go back it makes me want to play like I, I you know and i know it's coming but old school missile command or old school centipede and those games being brought into vr but like with kicked up a notch um and uh so yeah this is really cool yeah as you know uh i found out just recently uh, that Polybius wasn't his first game in VR. There, there actually uh, was another game back in the DK1 days of Oculus that uh, I guess that was before there was a store and people just released their games out for free. Mm -hmm. uh, it was called like Minotaur or something, like Minotaur Madness or something like that. I'd be interested to get my hands on that if it would run on the current Oculus hardware just to see how it plays. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. Maybe he'll uh, send you a copy. Uh, we could probably find it in the forums. I, I was on my mobile phone at the time, so I didn't try to download it, but I think there were links uh, and instructions of how to install it on your DK1. So, hmm. uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, the, I don't know if the links still work or not, but I'm pretty sure I did run across links to uh, download it. That's crazy. Man, this is, uh, just watching this gameplay, man, I am very impressed. This dude is very crazy talented and uh you know it, it just makes me sad in some respect because you know i miss old school arcades and there's just no way we ever go back to them because there's no reason to but um some of my best VR. memories yeah VR VR. Is the way because yeah. we have the the new retro arcade that i talked about at the top of this uh it runs all these old games and you you know i'm no expert on new retro arcade we'll talk about that during our emulator uh, episode but uh, i'm pretty sure that it's a customizable arcade that you can control which games are in your arcade and the layout of the floor oh cool yeah no that's uh that's really cool yeah and as time goes on and the technology increases you got to imagine that this experience is going to become more and more realistic and more and more like what you remember uh from your youth right yeah i just want to go back to my youth when i could um just hug people, man. I was just telling somebody that at the store the other day, you know, this, this, uh, checker lady. And, uh, she said, uh, I think she was hitting on me Wes. she said something about, well, you can, when this is over, I'll give you, I'll come give you a hug. So, but, hey, yeah. hope you can still, uh, get those phone numbers, <laughs> right? Or I guess, uh, email address today, right? Yeah. Well, at some point people will just say, screw it, man. I need to have sex. I don't care about some stupid virus. I'll get maybe you'll get a different virus that you won't want, but uh, you won't worry. I'm not worried about the the uh, the virus. This virus, <laughs> you get the a different CV. virus, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this is Goat Up that we're looking at here. This is the second game that's included on the Minotaur Arcade Volume One. Uh, this one's pretty fast paced. A lot of game over in this one, right? Yeah, this person's actually way better than I ever did at this game. 
did not because I remember when we were talking about it, you were telling me some of the things that it's like, yeah, as you get farther, it starts doing all sorts of crap, or weird crap. And I was like, I well, right never here, saw look, any of it. Look at this. Yeah. See, I never you got to the you, rainbow. You didn't make it this far, did you? No. No, because I jumped into it. And, I, and like you said, I got frustrated um, from dying so much. But I don't think I had the skill that this person has, whoever it is, Stinky. Whoever Stinky is, you know who you are. You're uh you're not as stinky that, as you think you are. You're really good at this uh, game. That's the developer. Ah, well, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder. Um, yeah. So that's crazy, man. Look at that rainbow. That looked, It's just getting trippier and trippier. Yeah, the game gets pretty crazy when you get it. This is almost to the, as far as I made it. Now, can uh, you finish right, this right game? Right is this finishable? <clears throat> I got to imagine it is. Uh, I don't know that, but, uh, you know, uh, it just like most of these style of games you, you've really got to put in the time and the reps you know yeah that's true anyway uh minotaur arcade volume one not quite on the level of polybius in my opinion uh not even close really but still uh, a solid title in its own right and definitely a retro trip uh if you grew up in the arcades the way roots and i did yeah um just like Polybius, also available on Steam as well as PSN. Same price, seven bucks on Steam, twice that on PSN for whatever crazy ass reason. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Now, this one doesn't have the. Well, maybe it is the refresh rate. I don't know. Well, the the Sony tax is a real thing. You know, generally a twenty dollar game will be twenty five dollars on on PSN. So I got to imagine that Sony's taking some extra cut that the developers are making up for on there right or maybe maybe it's even sony that's marking the games up themselves yeah um but at any rate uh th this is probably the most pronounced difference because literally it's 6.99 on steam and it's 15.49 on psn so it's over twice as much uh on the psn store wow crazy yeah for sure All right, so as we cross the halfway point 
roots uh we're coming into another one of my very favorite retro inspired vr games uh on the surface operation warcade looks like it's just another arcade emulation device in vr but as you get into this game and you progress through the levels you find out that it's so much more than that right yeah no this game where it shines is uh it really does make you feel like you're playing the arcade game and then you get sucked into it at some point um going back and forth and um it gives it's one of the does one of those things that like i've said so many times in vr um doesn't do in a lot of games it draws you back in you know you're unlocking stuff and and uh it's not easy either uh it's just one of the best games that i've played and blew me away the first time i tried it and i can't remember who it was back in the day when it was if because i think the other two were on the show then when we talked about it i can't remember now the last year's a blur but um i know at least one of them were and uh we were just talking about it just really blew me away when i first tried it i, I was not expecting what i got i was like oh my god this game is just phenomenal and i had so much fun um, and every single type of level, whether it was the jungle level or you're going into it, just just so, so much to this game. Um, this this trailer doesn't even do it justice. Yeah, this game is an homage to the original Operation Wolf arcade game. Uh, there was an arcade game that was very similar to this when I was growing up. Uh, it was popular, and uh, I played it many many times. Uh, but this game, like Root said uh if it just played like an arcade game it would be a load of fun but as you progress through the levels uh you come across these immersion points that literally suck you down into the arcade machine and you fight from a first person ground level uh with the characters that are in the game uh absolutely revolutionary uh concept for a vr game and uh you know, even though Ivanovich Games has had some really good releases since then, uh, I still feel like this is probably their best work. Yeah, it's really good. And that's funny when I was watching, when I got downloaded the trailer and I saw it was Ivanovich Games, because um, I'd forgotten. It just reminds me how there's just some developers out there that just really are nailing what they're doing in VR. And this is one of them. And like you said, this is one of the, I don't know if this is one of the first ones that they did or... You know, it, it definitely does not feel like it. It feels like they just did it, and it's one of their best games that they did, and that's a testament as, to them as well. Uh, it's just such a good game, and it, it, what they did in this game, they did so well that um, I want a sequel. This would be, if we were doing that ep episode again, um, this might be on my list because uh, I totally forgot about it when we were talking about that last week, and it's just so good. Yeah, I... I completely agree i played completely through this game and when i say completely i mean i got all the stars i unlocked all the achievements uh when i finished playing this i was at the top of the leaderboard uh for the aim controller in the world i was number one now that said that's been like a year ago so somebody may have overtaken me since then but that's another cool thing about this even though this is on steam as well as PSN, this is an aim controller game, Roots. You can play it, and the game does change significantly depending upon which controllers you use. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so good, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I really wish um, 
PC VR would come out with a, a controller, a gun controller. I don't want a gun stock. I want an actual controller. Um, and I don't want it to be $200 either. So, uh, well, I don't know. That's Although the, the thing, right? A gun stock would actually be great. Uh, especially something like the force tube that has that real recoil built into it. It's an amazing, uh, device, but that shit is just too expensive, man. I mean, just to get the regular PVC gun stock is something like what, 150, 200 bucks for that. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It, they, they pretty much what they, that tells me is they don't want it to be mainstream, uh, because nobody's going to pay that. I mean, that's half of what you would pay for the rift s man you know and it's yeah. it's just too much money for me for a uh for a peripheral you know piece of plastic it's a piece yeah. of plastic you know yeah well you can tell when people make these ghetto uh things <laughs> i've seen some really bad ones too but if they just taken all sorts like of just stuff they have to make their own you know and they're maybe paying five bucks for it you know like they should be able to make it a little bit cheaper and uh i don't know but yeah, this game is, is hands down one of the best of, of its kind. And um, I believe it's one of the ones that you should own for sure. And it's not even that expensive, right? It's only, what, 10 bucks or something? Or I don't know. Uh, maybe I always remember yeah. what I what I did. Uh, I guess I have the notes here. I should probably be looking at those, right? Right. Well, it retails for 20 bucks, but it often okay. goes on sale for 8 to $10. Okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. 20 bucks for this is definitely worth it, especially I don't know how much time you put into your playthroughs like you said you unlocked every single star i did not um but what's bad is like those stars add up and you can't move on without a certain amount so you kind of have to go back sometimes and try to get extra stars i got to a point i think that's where i stopped um is like i got to a point where i was like well i have to go back and play one of these levels and they were all so hard that i was like i don't know how where the star is going to come from Wes, because uh it was it's difficult but uh no this is like even at the beginning of this thing, you know, that's Sweeviver and their trailer. He's saying, man, this is one of the best games that I've played of, of this type, you know, and um, to get a, uh, a recommendation from him, from somebody that's, that's been in the industry for so long. Um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, a great game. And uh, again, uh, a must play if you're from our generation. You ever danced with a god in the virtual moonlight? So we come to Blasters of the Universe Roots, and this is an interesting one for me. This is actually one that I almost picked for the Backlog Report this week. Uh, I own this game. I bought it long ago. 
This is widely regarded as probably the best bullet hell wave shooter in VR, and uh, I've never played it. Oh gosh, man, that rips my heart out. I knew that that's where you were going, man. That's like, how do you not play it? It's so good for a bullet hell VR uh, bullet hell game. It is one of those games that um, I really enjoyed. I haven't played it for a long time, but there's just so much going on, and then there's humor to it, and uh, I can totally tell why people uh, regard it as well or as high as they do uh, because it's just so good. And um, because you haven't played it, I question your soul. <laughs> well, maybe not your soul, but um, definitely good for a back backlog report. And, um, you know, I, I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, it's odd that I haven't played this game because uh, this has actually been fairly high on my, my backlog for a long, long time. I, I really wanted to play it. When I got Viveport, this was one of the first games I went for. I installed it, and it wouldn't work. And then I went back into Viveport, and it didn't have Rift support mm. on Viveport. So then um, time goes on. I catch it on sale for like 5 bucks. I buy it. I install it. Never boot it up. Mm. I don't you know, know. You know You know how it goes. There's so many games to play. Something else grabs your attention, and it slips your mind. But uh, every time I look at this footage, man, it just looks so fun. And what you need to do is get one of your kids to get into it, and then they'll start nagging you. Daddy, you need to try this. You really need to try this. Because I, I feel like your kids could almost have a VR show because they have such a good thumb on, or finger on, uh, on what's good in VR. Because almost every time that they're trying to get you into something, it's something that's really good. Um, so yeah, do that approach, you know, and who doesn't want to, I feel like the, the main villain is like the villain from, uh, what was that, that Pixar movie, um, uh, with the alien guy. Um, it's kind of very reminiscent to me. I can't remember the name of it now, but so, yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of those movies. Yeah, I did. Sadly, my kids were at the age where, uh, I watched them with them and now I'm, it's in my mind, Wes, I can't get it out. Anyway, a heavily retro-inspired theme here. Uh, the story behind this game goes is this dude was kind of like uh, one of our generation, hanging out in the arcades all the time, and then somehow he kind of got assimilated in with the arcade machine, becomes this huge jerk, and uh, now you got to try to kill him. Yeah, because it kind of, the beginning kind of even reminded me a little bit of Tron, you know, with Flynn and stuff. Um, which was kind of cool. I, I enjoyed the story as well as just, you know, they, they thought outside the box. They didn't just say, okay, here's a, a VR bullet hell um, shooter that we're going to put you in. They actually incorporated a little bit of a story to it. And I don't know how much the story goes on, but um, I really, really enjoyed my time in it so far. And uh, um, it's definitely worth um, the price of admission. At, I guess I got it up. Isn't that nice? I got the the notes up $15. All your hard work is actually going to pay off for half of the show for me. Um, but yeah, so that's a good deal. I think 15 bucks. I think I might've even got it on sale when I picked it up as well. Um, and like you just said that you can get, get it for five bucks every so often. So, uh, if you're yeah, one of those cheapies like me, so yeah, I've actually seen this on sale for like three and $4 at some, some points it goes on sale dirt cheap and it's from secret location. So you know that it's a, a quality title and again uh universally praised is probably the best of its kind yep so definitely check it out this is available on all pc vr
platforms as well as PlayStation VR. So check it out. Here it comes. Faster than a speedy banger. this tight. You want a piece of this? And some of that. coming down the list roots um quickly to another game again just like the last one and one that's been in my library forever one that looks absolutely freaking awesome and uh something i've never played yeah that's bloody what's zombies yeah that's what's funny for me is um I'm, I'm looking down the list this morning and uh every single game i've played on here this is the one i haven't just because uh um, I didn't even know about it until recently, but it definitely looks crazy. Um, hack and slash, uh, just looks really good. And you just saw that that's really cool. You can, if you have people that are, uh, not in VR, you can play it with them as well. And that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Th this is a really cool concept for a game, uh, because it, it's not only up to a four player co-op, but like you said, the players don't even all have to be in VR. You can have some playing on a flat screen. But the cool thing about this is if you are in VR, you can see things that the screen players can't see because to them, it's just a, a regular f flat side-scroller beat-em-up game, right? But to you, you can look up and down the map and see things that are not on the screen. So that that's the one thing when you hear people talk about it in vr versus uh flat they all come back to that uh, how cool it is to uh be able to actually see ahead and see behind you and uh, you'll see enemies hiding and things like that that uh the the tv players aren't privy to but uh yeah is is as much as our uh multiplayer community thrives on discord and as much as you like to play you know socially with other people uh, I'm, I'm really surprised that none of us have uh, really gotten in to give this one a try because, look, it's from In Dreams. We know that they're, uh, you know, a, a highly talented group of developers. And uh, this game's just got to be great, right? It just yeah. has to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just have this feeling that we're going to be trying this pretty soon. Just watching it, I, it just looks really good. Yeah, and you, you you already know, you know, how this art style lends itself to VR. The cel-shaded cartoony art style always just looks so cool. And I gotta imagine that they they're probably gonna be like Paper Mario style layering going on. Like they look flat, like flat characters in VR, but uh, somehow when that happens it even makes the depth pop out even more. Even when they're paper thin. It seems like it kind of sticks out when you've got the headset on. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, 15 bucks too. That's a really good deal, I think, anyway. 
Yeah, that's another one that goes on sale a lot. Like you can get this for eight bucks on the regular. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just did that recently because I was noticing I literally was looking at that today. Like I was going down my list and I was like, what is this game? Because I forgot. Um, just because when I downloaded it, I just never went into it. So I don't know what the hell I'm doing, Wes. I think I'm failing at playing the right games or something. Or maybe there's just so many good games and that's why our backlog report gets so funky because it's like you forget about like the Jesus radar thing, even though it's in the backlog. It's just like there's so much out there that it's easy to, to completely forget about a game. And uh, I already forgot about this game and I want to go play it. So. Yeah, uh, you know, and they say that there, there aren't any good games in VR, right? Yeah, that's what they say. Well, I think they are lying. I think they yeah, hate VR for some reason. All these games we're talking about, these are all Gen 1 VR games. These games have been out for years. So uh, we've always had games. It's just the perception it has uh, changed over the last six months. Since we've, we've gotten literally, literally 10 games have come out, and those 10 games have changed the perception from having no games to now we have games. But literally, we, we've got just a handful of really good games and now all of a sudden there's so many games, you know. Hidden gems everywhere. There is. And the good thing about this, in the last two on our list, Bloody Zombies, Blasters of the Universe, Operation Warcade, all of that is on Viport. So if you have an Infinity subscription, you don't even have to buy this stuff. Wow. So I foresee some people in the community um, trying this game then, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Because... Uh, Viport, as you know, it's you can get it fairly cheap. I mean, recently it was $27 for a year of it. Yeah, it's not that cheap anymore, but stuff. it's still, still a really good deal for what you got. And, you know, that's one of the things I've seen people talk about Viport lately because we've been talking about it so much. Um, there are those people out there that are like, oh, I don't know, I, I there's not that many games. And, uh, cool. you know, I barely, and it's like, if you know what the games are, then there are a lot of games. It's just, there's a lot of games out there that you may have not even known what the hell they are. And this is one of them. Uh, so if you're not playing bloody zombies again, I wonder what the hell you're doing. And I question your soul. And that's uh, one of my favorite things to question Wes. It's like, I tell my, uh, I get coffee at, um, a kangaroo coffee. Um, I tell the lady that I question somebody's soul if they don't want whipped cream. <laughs> and usually that gets a, a laugh. I had one say, well, I don't like whipped cream. And I looked at him like, <laughs> what? So, well, I'm pretty sure you got a soul. So. Yeah, uh, well, this is an odd one to question people's soul for not playing because neither of us have played it, Roots. Yeah, well, I question my soul then. Uh, <laughs> well, hmm. uh, I guess you're good. You're, yeah. you're an interrogation artist. You can question yeah. everyone. That's right. Yeah, everybody's suspect. Anyway, uh, Bloody Zombies, $15, Steam VR, PlayStation Network, uh, VR, non-VR, four-player co-op, beat-em-up game, uh, Zombies. Where can you go wrong? Yeah, you can't go wrong. Well, I don't know. See, that's my question, Sion. I'm asking you this directly. Is this zombie enough to where you, I think you could probably play this, but you let us know yeah. in the comments below. Well, he seemed to be okay with dead and buried. So, oh, oh, that's true. That's true. And this is and this is kind of this really is cartoony. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like a comic book style of art, but uh, 
certainly not realism and it's not even first person i mean it's third person you know side scroller beat him up well, surely Sion can handle this wait i forgot i did i thought third person didn't work in vr i thought it has to be first right oh wait that we've got way past that right yeah i think that over half of my favorites the more i look at it i think over half of my favorites are third person games yeah, it's all about the environment and you're looking around and stuff sometimes you don't doesn't matter if you're looking through the eyes and it doesn't have to be a sim either well that's the thing you know before vr my uh my favorite games were third person games so it would make sense that in vr my favorite games would be third person games yeah true true uh anyway bloody zombies awesome game uh check it out Roots, uh, we're coming down to the last two on our list. Both of these games, among my very favorite experiences that I've had in VR. Um, you know, you remember back in the day playing Duck Hunt on the NES. Everyone who had the NES remembers playing that game and how frustrating it can be when not only is it bad enough that you're missing the ducks, but that asshole dog is sitting there laughing and making fun of you. You always try to shoot him, but of course the game would never let you actually shoot the dog. Well, the cool thing about duck season roots is you can shoot that damn dog and you can blow his freaking head off if you want to. Uh, duck season is a retro callback uh, to duck hunt with a bit of a dark twist. And I don't want to give away the twist, but this is a seriously sick and sadistic game and if you have weasel's taste and weasel's sense of humor you're absolutely going to love duck season oh and it also has everything else that you love which is like so much nostalgia and looking at all like even that little character and like there's just too much you know even some of the game i think you can try other games and stuff like they're Every time you come back from a level, things are different and they've added magazines and they've added different things and 
change things. And there's, like you said, there's so much weirdness and creepiness. And, you know, I won't give, give away anything as well. But there was one moment where I, I was like playing it and it creeped me out, like literally. And I was like, what the hell, dude? Like, um, and there's several different endings depending on what you do. Um, I did shoot the dog Wes and, uh, I didn't like that ending. Um, so there's, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on in this game, several reasons to go back into it. And for 20 bucks, um, that's a steal and I've seen it on sale as well. Uh, it's one of the, the coolest type of games. The only thing I didn't like, um, in this game, and that's just because, uh, it's repetitive is that, you know, sometimes I f wished I could just skip the shooting the ducks part. Um, but it, it, you know, that's kind of going back to the nostalgia of playing the game back in the day. I did have duck hunt and, uh, and I loved it back then, but not so much about shooting the ducks now, Wes, but, um, it is something you have to do to get through the game. Yeah, I had fun with it. Uh, it got a little boring toward the middle because at the, it progresses slowly. Like it, it's fairly easy and it's fun for a little while at the beginning and then after you get used to it, it's just easy and repetitive. But as you get toward the end, it, the the level, the amount of ducks increases and the, the speed, they get really fast. And at the end of it, it's challenging and it gets fun again. Um, but something I find really interesting about this is the shotgun mechanics are really good. Like uh, it looks and sounds like a shotgun. Uh, the, the aiming down the sights and shooting with a, a two-handed gun, uh, it's, you know, two-handed weapons are something that's difficult to get right in VR. But oddly, they got it right in duck season. And these are the guys that brought us Boneworks. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the two-handed weapons in Boneworks and how weird and janky it is, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to believe that they did so well all these years ago uh, on duck season, right? Yeah, I guess it's a testament to what we've said on the show in the past that as amazing as Boneworks is, um, they take the physics a little too far. And they didn't do that. And they, they weren't worried about physics when they made Duck Season. They were just worried about making a, a cool ducks, duck hunt type of game. But what they did do very well with this game and Boneworks is think outside the box because um, for, you know, if you think, okay, I'm going to, there's a duck hunt game in vr you're going to think it's going to be just like duck hunt in a sense but the way they took the story and the fact that there's different endings and the fact that each one of them is very unique and dark um it's just definitely one of the best games that i've played of this type in a long time and uh uh kind of makes me want to go back in and see some of the endings you know uh because i only saw a couple of them and like i said uh shoot the dog and see that ending see what you tell me about it and uh, I'd like be interested to know what you thought about it because it's definitely very uh, crazy. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, th I think it might be time, Roots. You know, uh, I played through this, and I had no interest in playing through it a second time right away after I beat it. Uh, but it's been some time now since I've played this game. It may be time for another playthrough, time to try to get one of those other endings. There's quite a few. I think there's like six different endings or something to this game yeah and yeah, uh absolutely and they're they're fairly uh creative disturbing even um I'll, I'll just leave it at that uh definitely 
I think it'll be worth a second playthrough. But like you said, it is kind of rep repetitive, the gameplay. Uh, so you might want to space it out a little bit. I think there's a way to put it on easy so there's not as many ducks to shoot as well. Um, so man, I'm sure you didn't do that on the first playthrough, but I probably would do that now just to, to minimize the amount of shooting I'm doing. See, my, my thought goes just the opposite way. I would want to make, put it on hard so that uh, the challenge level goes up and instead of being boring and repetitive, it's actually challenging and fun. I just wanted to get it over with so I can get to the next uh, scene that changes versus um, right. the same old, uh, maybe the first time you might, but uh, if you were to try to play through multiple, I guarantee you'll probably change change it down. Because I don't even feel, I didn't. I think I did it on hard the first time and I didn't feel it was that much more difficult. Um, it just was more repetitive than anything. And uh, I'm not big on repetition. Mm. So. To each their own, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we we complement each other, right? Because you're on one right. end, I'm on the other, and we come meet in the middle. So. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, one thing we can agree on is that this is a cool game, definitely retro-inspired, uh, definitely a throwback, right? Yep, yeah, for sure. Definitely makes you feel like you're uh, back in the day, except for you know the weird stuff that goes on that didn't go on in the original Duck Hunt. Thank God, because I wasn't ready for it when I was a kid. <laughs> I think I might have been ready for it. <laughs> anyway, check it out. Duck Season, Stress Level Zero, 20 bucks, Steam VR. And so it all comes to this roots. Uh, how could we have a retro games VR talk without talking about res? Uh, what makes this game reminiscent of a retro game is the fact that it actually is a retro game. This actually uh, was originally released Sega CD, I want to say, maybe Sega Saturn. This game is a very old game. And through the generations, uh, it has been ported time after time again, all the way up in the present day, up into VR. And I got to feel like even the cult, uh, you know, followers of this game kind of all agree that VR is uh, the best iteration of it. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. And uh, another game that you can still play flat as well. But uh, why would you, right? Um, but this is um, just trippy as hell. 
and very fast paced, kind of like Polybius and uh, very um, unique. So. Immersive. Immersive is what comes to mind when I think about this game. It's kind of like, um, kind of like the lawnmower man. When you see Job getting programmed about by, by all of these uh, retro style graphics and this this different world, he kind of gets sucked into. Uh, that's kind of what the world looks like inside of Res Infinite. Only um, all of these computer viruses begin to immediately attack you from all directions, and you have to take them out. But uh, the way you take them out is classic arcade shooter style, right? So they're coming in from all directions. You lock onto them and you, and you blast them. Yeah, you know what's a funny, um, funny thing you didn't know, but I was Job before I played this game, and it made me smarter. And so I want to keep playing it. I want to get super smart, and then I'll uh, take over the world with my AI. But uh, no, that I maybe you know this, like you said, the Sega CD. Maybe there was um, because that movie was older maybe this took some inspiration from it or vice versa uh but i exactly see what you're seeing and it does kind of make you feel like you got sucked into that world right yeah 100 percent. and you know the the really cool thing about this game is you know i think back on it fondly and how much i really enjoyed playing this game uh but when you talk to vr gamers about res they all say the same thing and you're looking at it right there. They all say Area X, Area X, Area X was amazing, Area X. That's the one level, the one game mode that I didn't play was Area X. I played all the rest of the game, like the normal original game. And that's what I'm raving about. Everybody else is talking about Area X. Yeah, see, my thing was, is I remember we just, I, I picked it for something I had a while ago and I, and I played through the entire thing and I blew people away because I didn't, I had a hard time differentiating that the original from Area X, maybe because I hadn't played the original and it wasn't something new. Um, but I, I was like, I couldn't even remember the difference between the two. Uh, it was really cool, but, um, it's one of those things that it just all kind of blended together for me. So I know there's probably some people throwing stuff at their TV right now, but, <laughs> um, you know, cause that's exactly what everybody says. It's area X or nothing, man. This is this game. If you haven't played area X, you haven't played it. And, uh, it's all new level. So, but that's it's cool. definitely really cool. And it's another one that you, is optional VR sport. So I think you should be picking it up even if you don't play VR yet. Um, and then get your VR and come into it. And it's 25 bucks. I don't know if that's, uh, um, I think I'd rather pay a little bit less than that, but uh, um, I think I did probably pay less than that on a sale, but it's definitely probably worth 25 bucks, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so, and it does go on sale occasionally. It doesn't go on sale as often as some of the other titles on this list, uh, but it does happen occasionally. So if you see it on sale, you should definitely pick it up. Um, you can get it normally for around $15, $17 or something like that. Uh, when it goes on sale yeah um you know what really blows me away about this game and uh, it, you know it's developed literally a, a, a cult status uh, especially among vr gamers this is one of the most infamous vr games that, that there have been and since day one uh oddly there is kind of a sequel to this was made uh, during the PlayStation 3 era. And it was a game called Children of Eden. Mm -hmm. And it was another trippy 
shooter game, uh, you actually use the move controllers to play it on PlayStation 3. You know, move controllers weren't originally developed for PSVR. They were developed for PlayStation Move on PlayStation 3. And uh, the sequel to Res Infinite was a PlayStation Move game called Children of Eden. I'm surprised, as popular as this has gotten, that that game hasn't been brought into VR. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking that. I was thinking two things when you said that uh, the Children of Eden. I was thinking, why is this not that not came into VR yet? And then the two was, I thought you were going to say Children of Corn. And then I thought, how amazing would that be if you were like dropped into that cornfield in VR and had to get out? You know, that would be a really good uh, horror game. And there's nothing creepier than uh, children in horror, right? So, but uh, those are the two things that came to my mind anyway. I would, uh, you know, lobby for that to become a realistic VR game, but he who walks between the rows uh, would not allow it. <laughs> uh, how creepy was that movie back in the yeah, day? Yeah, dude, it was one of the one of the creepiest. Of and all you time. know what's creepiest about it now, Wes? Is I'm the person they would kill. I'm now not a kid anymore. I don't get to stay alive. I have to die at a certain age. I don't like that. Well, I I mean, it it depends on what your definition of a kid is because uh, we are, after all, sitting here spending significant amounts of time talking about video games. Man, that's true. I'm a kid at heart, so maybe I would be a grandfathered in. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Res Infinite, uh, a great example, probably the best example of a retro-inspired VR game. Cult classic. Uh, You know, some would even say a religious experience. I've heard that more than once. You know, not my words, but I have heard people say that about this game. Wow, makes me wonder what religion they're following. But yeah, that's definitely, (laughs) (laughs) definitely, uh, I've heard that as well. And uh it's like you said, that's the reason why I, I think it's the reason why it's $25 still because there's just such a um, huge following behind it. Why would you drop the price, right? So. Yeah, yeah well, no need, right? Because uh, people are going to pick this one up and uh, try it. So, yeah. uh, and, and it's a great game. So yeah. Especially if you want to be Job. If you want to be the lawnmower man and you want to go in and get smarter, then I can't guarantee it's going to work for you, but uh, give it a shot. It may, might just work. Indeed. All right. So I think that's going to wrap up the Monday show 35. So what, what did you think? Did, did we leave anything off of the list? I'm quite sure we did. I kind of just threw this thing together by the seat of my pants. So what retro inspired VR games did we forget? What should have been on this list? Be sure to leave a comment down below or scroll down to the description Click the invite link, come into our Discord, and tell us to our face, man, what did we leave out. And if you're new to our channel, don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell to keep up with all of our content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. With that said, friends, we would like to thank you once again for watching. And for Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. Take it easy.